Cha. And Maha. Great. Utpatam. Evil omens. Atatatvavidaha. Not knowing the secret of the portents. No one said that. <laughs> there was only only the trees that go to these plants. Yes, you can't see the screen. Oh, you can't see I'm the sorry, screen. Mom. Oh, sorry, I apologize. I'm sorry. Let's let's do it again. It's okay. All right. First one. Having seen. Having seen. Anyang. Others. Cha. And. Maha. Great. Utpatan. Evil omens. Atatatvavidaha. Not knowing the secret of the portents. We had that word before. Oh no, we had it in its adjective form. Portentous. Not to be confused. Portentous. <laughs> that's how we usually say it, but it's portentous. But it's pretentious. That's why English drives people crazy. Um, so what's a portent? Yeah, evil woman. Something bad's coming, like a bad moon rising. Prajaha. People. Brahmaputra. The sons of Brahma. The four Kumaras. Rite. Except. Bhita. Being fearful. Menire. Thought. Oh, that's right. Vishvasamplavam, the dissolution of the universe. Translation, I believe this is Maitreya, huh? As we back to Maitreya, the Dura discourse. Translation, marking these and many other omens of evil times. Everyone but the four sage sons of Brahma, who were aware of the fall of giant Vijaya and of their birth as Diti's sons, was seized with fear. They did not know the secrets of these portents and thought that the dissolution of the universe was at hand. Please repeat. Marking these and many other omens of evil times. Everyone but the four sage sons of Brahma, who were aware of the fall of giant Vijay, and of their birth as Diti's sons, was seized with fear. They did not know the secrets of these portents. Boy, uh, oh, good, it's corrected. Yeah, this edition, it says potence. They forgot the R in portents. <laughs> and thought that the dissolution of the universe was at hand. It's like in 1975, there was a big comet. Remember Kohotek? So that was also the year that our dear friends from Jehovah's Witnesses they were saying it was the end of the world. Yeah. This kind of augurs the end of the world. 
Then, of course, they revised their doomsday forecast when it didn't happen. Very embarrassing. Okay, Srila Prabhupada's purport. According to Bhagavad Gita, seventh chapter, the laws of nature are so stringent that it is impossible for the living entity to surpass their enforcement. So Prabhupada gives us a hint that that, where Krishna says that's in the seventh chapter. So, where does Krishna say that? <coughs> that the laws of nature are so tough, you can't overcome them. Yeah. Let's, let's hear it. Daivihi shamamahi mamamaya Doratyayam alevriyeto padyante that's the good news, and Prophet uh, says the good news in the next sentence. This is all he's referring indirectly. It is also explained that only those who are fully surrendered to Krishna and Krishna consciousness can be saved. It's like if you're in a maximum security prison, and there's just no way in the world you can escape. It's like, uh, I think I mentioned in previous classes, Alcatraz, famous place. Because the only, there were a few attempts at escape. Um, I mean, the island itself is, you know, was surrounded by impossible walls and barbed wire and lights. And, but a few people tried it and they got out, but they were never found. Because <laughs> San Francisco Bay, right around that area, is like freezing. You know, it's like 40 degrees or something. That's one thing. Um, so that's just a crude example. But in Krishna's prison house, uh, Maya's prison house, under Krishna's direction, nobody, nobody gets out of here alive, right? Uh, unless we surrender to Krishna. And then we're released. Prabhupada gives the example, even if you're in that kind of a prison, if uh, a higher power comes, uh, the governor or the president, and, and pardons you, you're out. You just get uh, released. So, so that's our, the only way to get released is to surrender to Krishna. And he tells Maya to lay off. 1014. Yeah. One of the more important verses in the Gita. Actually, they're all important. It's one of the more famous. We can learn from the description of the Srimad Bhagavatam that it is because of the birth of two great demons. How did Prabhupada say the word demons? Demon. That there were so many natural disturbances. This is a great secret. They didn't know the secret. It says in the verse they didn't know the secret of the four. The demigods didn't know the secret of the four tens. You know, the backstory, the background, why there were so many natural disturbances. But this is also a big secret connecting natural disturbances to the Maniac population. It is to be indirectly understood, as previously described, that when there are constant disturbances on the earth, that is an omen that some demoniac people have been born or that the demoniac population has increased. What was that? Just back in text four, I believe. Yeah. Did you hear that question? You're Okay. Yeah. Okay. 
areas. The verse was, there were earthquakes, this is one of the omens, along the mountains of the earth. And it appeared that there was, there were, there was fire everywhere. So earthquakes and fires everywhere. Sound familiar <laughs> today? Many inauspicious planets like Saturn appeared, along with comets, meteors, and thunderbolts. And the process read purports. When natural disturbances occur on a planet, one should understand that a demon must have taken birth there. It's connected. Because consciousness moves matter, not the other way around. It's not that life comes from matter. Not that consciousness arises in a mature combination of chemical, no. But consciousness itself is primal, it moves matter. We even say mind over matter, and that's subtle matter. <laughs> in the present age, the number of demoniac people is increasing. Therefore, so here's the ergo, here's the cause and effect. Modern mind doesn't want to admit. Therefore, natural disturbances are also increasing. There is no doubt about this, as we can understand in the statements of the Bhagavad So that was, Prabhupada just made an allusion there. He said, uh, uh, okay. Anyway, he said it. Uh, yeah, as previously, it is, it is to be under, indirectly understood. As previously described, that when then there are when there are constant disturbances on the earth, that is an omen that some demoniac people have been born, or that the demoniac population has increased. In former days, there were only two demons, and this is really anomalous because, as far as I understand, this whole lila is taking place in Santa Yuga. When uh, yeah, but anyway, Krishna wanted to fight so he can. You know, wave the <laughs> wave the yoga symptoms if you want. Uh, only two demons, those born of Ditti, so they were like the Adi demons, the original demons. Yet there were so many disturbances just from these two because they were powerful. They were associate, personal associates of the Lord who had been cursed by other powerful people, so. And then the semen that was carrying them was powerful, the sage Kashyapa. So you have these confluence of, of powerful uh, circumstances. And wow. At the present day, and now Prabhupada comes to the present day, and, and Prabhupada's writing this in 1971, but it's so au courant, it's so up to date that uh, it reads like commentary, it could, it, this could be a, an op-ed in the New York Times. It's so right on. At the present day, in this age of Kali, these disturbances are always visible, which indicates that the demoniac population has certainly increased. Ain't it the truth? Prabhupada continues. To check the increase of demoniac population, the Vedic civilization enacted so many rules and regulations of social life, the most important of which is the Garbhadan process for begetting good children. So Prabhupada goes to the root of the root cause and the root remedy of, of all these disturbances. 
Uh, yeah. So many rules and regulations of social life, like we say in English. Yeah, locks are for keeping the honest people honest. So even if you're pious, you still need, even if you're, as we say, have a good heart, he's got a good heart, she's got a good heart, but we still need guidelines to keep us, you know, on the straight and narrow. In Bhagavad Gita, now this is interesting because uh, Prabhupada's quoting an argument from Arjuna in the first chapter that was dismissed by Krishna, but it's still valid at a certain level because Arjuna's arguments were all good, they were dharmic. In Bhagavad Gita, Arjuna informed Krishna that if there is unwanted population in Varna Sankara, the entire world will appear to be hell. Sound familiar? People are very anxious for peace in the world, but there are so many unwanted children born without the benefit of the Garbhadan ceremony. Just like, and that, you could take unwanted in different ways. They, they're, 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 they come into the world as products of lust, and, and then they just, you know, uh, do bad stuff. And, or you could take unwanted, and so nobody wants them. Or you could take it as people don't even want children, they just want sex. So then there's abortion. Or there's, they just have them and then just give them away. People are very anxious for peace in the world. So what kind of a, a child is that going to be? If you discover that you're, you're, you were given away, nobody wanted you. This, this is the kind of stuff you hear about in the backgrounds of people that become mass shooters. And, mm. Right? There's always something like that in the karma. People are very anxious for peace in the world, but there are so many unwanted children born without the benefit of the Garbhanan ceremony, just like the demons born from Diti. Diti was so lusty that she forced her husband to copulate at a time which was inauspicious. To be fair, Kashyapa was, was a willing, <laughs> what do they say? He was a consensual person in the act. This is like, um, it's like foretelling today. Yes, because the same thing is going on. Diti was so lusty that she forced her husband to copulate at a time which was inauspicious. It wasn't the right time. You do it in twilight when you know the, the Tamasic people are boat the boat out and about with uh, the Bhutana, Lord Shiva. Of course, you're going to get weird population. And therefore, the demons were born to create disturbances, born to raise hell, right? In the back of the jacket, the denim jacket on the bikers thing. Did you have a jacket like that? Born to raise hell? No. no. Not yet. Let <laughs> me get one now. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, no, you're, you're past that. That ship has sailed. You had your chance. <laughs> and having sex life to beget children, one should observe the process for the process for getting nice children. If, if each and every household or every family observes the Vedic system, then there are nice children, not demons. And automatically there is peace in the world. If we do not follow regulations in life for social tranquility, 
We cannot expect peace. So Krishna, he's got it all down from the cosmic level right down to the personal level. You want peace in nature and between nations or in, within yourself? Well, there's, there's ways to have peace. Rather, we will have to undergo the stringent reactions of natural law. Om Ajnana Timurandasya Jnana Jnana Shalakaya I was born in the darkest ignorance in my spiritual master. It was kind of opening my eyes with the torch of knowledge. I often not expect the existences under him. So there's hope, because we're all Kali Yugans, we're born in this dark age, full of disturbances, but if we just agree to accept Lord Chaitanya and our Prabhupada's matchless gifts, we can uh, be transformed. That's Mahaprabhu's program. He just come uh, to kill. Uh, he comes to just kill the money and mentality. Okay, so I took notes and I call this class A Peaceful World Starts with Peaceful People. Um, because we Kali Yugans generally don't know that, quote, life comes from light that we are spirit, we don't know life's goal and become more and more entangled in nature's karma, punishing reactions. So that's where it starts. That's why Prabhupada, he would always hammer this, you're not the body. Because it's such a simple point that we're so conditioned in Kali Yuga to think that. And once we think that, then we're just going to do anything we can to gratify the circumstantial material senses. That's the first thing I heard Prabhupada say in Detroit, July 16th, Friday around midday. The cause of all suffering is due to misidentification with this material body. Because unless we get that, nothing else follows. You gotta get that. If you don't get that, then everything the other bad stuff follows. That's in there too. I'll just keep reading it. For example, we just heard as we woke up this morning and just made sure the world didn't end. I only checked to make sure if the world ended, then there wouldn't be a New York Times headline, right? So the headlines was USA Midwest has now suffered its 12th straight day of devastating tornadoes. Yesterday it was uh, Dayton, and today it was the Kansas City area. And then the last 30 days has been over 500 big and small tornadoes. And no one has ever seen this before. This is just straight out of the <laughs> Now, if you know Kansas City and you know places like Chicago and Kansas City or the Midwest, these are all big hot spots of animal slaughter for over 100 years. So, uh, Mothers and Dominique asked yesterday, but here we are in, in, in Tucson, Arizona, and it's a desert. And Prophet says, if one is living in a desert, it's to be understood you're living in a sinful place. <laughs> right? Because it's all, I mean, where else would you walk down the street and you have to, like, be careful at every step because these, even the flora, they have these bayonet leaves, right? If you just, one misstep, and you happen to fall 
on the wrong side of the sidewalk, you're going to get bayoneted by these cacti. That's a pretty rough place. It's a rough neighborhood. So, um, so like the demigods, they were afraid of, of of the something nature. Who were afraid? Oh, yeah. Who were afraid of the the natural disasters coming? Oh, oh, of the nature omens, owing to ignorance of the demoniac births of H and H Hiranyaksha and Hiranyakashipu. We are terrified. The demigods are terrified. They didn't know why this was going on. They thought it was the end of the world. And that's why that's what people think. The last, the end times. Right? The end times is the end of the world because you don't know what's going on. Um, so similarly, we are terrified by the quote new normal of relentless disasters and mass shootings owing to ignorance of their causes. So people are just. Come, this is the, you know, California, get used to this. There's no more fire season now. It's just all the time. That's what they say now. The, uh, the weather scientists and the firefighters. This has been going on for years, guys. So you know what? As long as uh, human behavior is, is, caught, is forcing the climate to warm and warm and warm, they, they recognize that, but they don't know the cause. Right? It's... It's uh, all these disasters are due to the misbehavior of humanity. We're supposed to be the big brother and sister, the shepherd, the stewards of the land, you know, the shepherds of the species. But instead, we're just trying to exploit everything more and more. So we're going to kick the kingdom come here. So there's a, there's a connection between nature and human behavior, and even people. You know, they have these big conferences about climate change and they're going to roll it back through curbing emissions and all this. Uh, you can't do that without changing, elevating uh, the consciousness of the people. Because it's still the same paradigm. This world is here for us to control and enjoy and exploit. As long as that paradigm is, is dominating, you can't help. That's what uh, Krishna says in the Gita. Let's see here. One who is not connected, this is a famous verse, second chapter, Nasti Buddhir, Ayuktasya. So no, no buddhi, no brain. Nacayuktasya bhavana, nacabhavayata shantir, ashantasya kutak. So come. Those words are big clues to the translation. One who is not connected with the Supreme and Krishna consciousness can have neither transcendental intelligence nor a steady mind, without which there is no possibility of peace. And how can there be any happiness without peace? Ashantasya kutasukam. And then Prabhupada's brief purport. Unless one is in Krishna consciousness, there is no possibility of peace. So it is confirmed in the fifth chapter. Where does Krishna talk about peace in the fifth chapter? I'll give you a hint, it's the last verse. Bhuktaram 
जग तपसावलोक महेश्वर सूर्य Unless we know that the cause of all causes, the Supreme, is our dear most, he's the, he's the owner, and he's the enjoyer, and he's our best friend. Unless we know those things. Krishna is the Supreme proprietor, and enjoyer, and friends, we can't have peace. You can call, you can call so many conferences, you won't get to the root. So it is confirmed in the fifth chapter, 529, that when one understands that Krishna is the only enjoyer of all the good results of sacrifice and penance, that he is the proprietor of all universal manifestations, and that he is the real friend of all living entities, then only can one have real peace. And real enjoyment, too. Uh, because Krishna, he really knows how to enjoy. So when we enjoy by serving Krishna, then... Prophet said, the servant of the king enjoys an equal level with the king. So we're meant to enjoy a few servants. We have Prophet say that in recordings. Through, we eat through Krishna, we see through Krishna, we hear through Krishna. Krishna, 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 he's the point. Disturbance is due to one of an ultimate goal. Haven't we experienced that? Whew. So it's such relief. We just wander, wander, wander. It's so painful. What's going on here? And when one is certain that and when one is certain that Krishna is the enjoyer, proprietor, and friend of everyone and everything, then one can, with a steady mind, bring about peace. Because we have a, a center. Yeah, everything turns around Krishna at the center. Therefore, one who is engaged without a relationship with Krishna is certainly always in distress and is without peace. However much he may make a show of peace and spiritual advancement in life, Krishna consciousness is a self, this is, I love this line, Krishna consciousness is a self-manifested peaceful condition which can be achieved only in relationship with Krishna. When Prabhupada was driving up to Morningstar Ranch in the spring of 1967 at the invitation of this actor, Lou Gottlieb, and I mentioned this before, uh, Lou Gottlieb gave a little memory of that drive up to around Sebastopol from San Francisco. And uh, he was peppering Prabhupada, Swamiji at the time, with questions. And uh, Papa was giving him very peaceful, wise answers. And Bugatli said, I could see that Swamiji was coming from, coming from a place that would be impossible to shake. Because he was so, he, had, he, was, he was in the shelter of Krishna, this, the cause of all causes, the source of everything. So because he was answering from this absolute center, he, he wasn't shakeable. <laughs> he was, because he was, because Krishna Khan is a self-manifested peaceful condition. Beautiful, huh? Okay. So as Srila Prabhupada points out again in today's purport, the causes of nature's disasters is invasion 
of a demoniac population. You know, uh, the guy in the Oval Office, he's talking about how we're being invaded by migrants. The real invasion is, is the demoniac mentality. We're not following Krishna nature's laws. And so we're being invaded by the demoniac uh, modes and uh, society is being invaded by bad populations. That's the real thing. And the cause of demoniac population is blatant disregard of Garbhadan Samskar, making uh, the womb sanctified place to produce good population from sanctified wombs. This is the science of producing good population. This is like unknown. The root cause of all ignorance and suffering is misidentifying the self with the with matter. That's why Prabhupada always drove on this point first. Misidentifying with matter produces a cascade of sufferings with which peace is impossible. So, a peaceful world starts with, with peaceful people. But are the peaceful people <laughs> willing to control themselves to get the peace? Peace comes from control. It's, it's so counterintuitive to the modern mind, which thinks, what, is it, what do they say? Dogs run free, why can't we? That's not how you get peace, by becoming a dog. So yeah. uh, the asses. Okay. So I'll read the verse again, and if you have a question or a comment, please raise your hand. It's interesting when the verse is separated by pages of paintings from the translation. All right, there it is. So Maitreya says, marking these and other omens of evil times, all the ones that the Tulpapu read, all those bad omens. Everyone but the four sage sons of Brahma, who were aware of the fall of Jayan Vijaya and of their birth as Diti sons, were seized with fear. Well, we don't know what we fear. They did not know the secrets of these portents and thought that the dissolution of the universe was at hand, end times. Oh. We have a an unqualified leader who appears to be entirely unfit for the leadership. Is that you know, embracing all the non-godly qualities? Would you say that such a personality is a cause or a symptom? <laughs> this is why Krishna says that's a good question. Right? That's why Krishna says in the Gita, Kahana Karma no Gati. You can't tell where it ends or where it begins, the actions and reactions. And especially when it's real bad, really egregious, really bad. But we have the words and the immortal um I forgot his name now. I brought him up in previous classes. 
famous journalist for the Baltimore Sun for years. Looked about 100 years ago. <laughs> I forgot his name. Um, he was the, the Adi Kormanjan, you know, the, uh, critic. <laughs> he, was the, he was a great critic. Uh, what's his name? I shoot myself. Look up Baltimore Sun Kormanjan <laughs> on your electronic devices. Anyway, the day after uh, number 45 was elected, we don't want to say the name, right? Oh, it's a perfectly good word. Uh, this person's um, prediction back in the day, he said this in the 20s. <sighs> anyway. He said, uh, the American democracy is such that they will come when the American people, and this is, he's very much echoing Prophet's demon crazy idea. I mean, Prabhupada ran his kind of democracy, but there wasn't, he was reforming people. He was reforming demon crazies into, you know, sane people. So he was, the, day, the nature of American democracy is such, the day will come when the masses of people will elect an absolute idiot. And that comment, the day after Trump was elected, went, I don't know, even though it was a hundred year old quote. And everybody's saying, yeah, man. you know, because if we're going to try to just exploit our sense, bodily senses, exploit the earth, you know, do all these things, rake the earth, foul the air, pollute the water, it's going to, what do we got? We, how can you have peace? Yeah, this uh, number 45 simply represents, he's the, he's the, you know, he's the personification of, of our philosophy in, in the modern world. The purpose of life is sense gratification. Yeah, in the in the yogic community, we just see him as a metaphor for the collective insanity. Yeah. So they're getting exactly what we deserve. Okay, you want to? This is this is the conclusion. This is the absurd conclusion, the doxio ad absurdum, of uh, of your. Your paradigm here. You got it? Here he is. Go for it. <laughs> Insult everybody. You know, try to grope everybody. <laughs> I mean, you think you just, he's like the ultimate, right? So, uh, so Prabhupada came to turn the tide of history, and that's why it's so important. We study the message, share the message, be the message, and then people will have something to look forward to. And that's why we had, you know, that's why we, we're hosting uh, the uh, what the Alliance for Interfaith Alliance. I didn't even know that was the name of it. Where'd you get that? Oh, I just made it. <laughs> <laughs> just see. <laughs> anyway, fit was good. Oh, you thought I would. Uh, well, has it gone out yet? Yeah. We can still change it. Uh, yeah, it's called. <laughs> I still don't like a good name. Yeah. <laughs> so, what are we doing? Oh, yeah. So, we last, what was it, last Wednesday or something? Yeah. yeah. 
It was our turn to host the uh, pray for, Praying for Peace. But there is a name. I think it, that's the name. But it's kind of clumsy. So I, I went with your, I ran with your thing because it sounded better. <laughs> okay, let's, let's refine that out. So we don't, uh, I mean, it's just in house, but anyway. Does anybody from that get the newsletter? I don't think so. But in the interest of, you know, journalistic accuracy, we'll, we'll find out the actual name. Um, what were you, what were we talking about? Why we, why we're hosting them here. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, because that was the day after the election and this father, Bill, he reached out to all the faith communities and he said, we got to do something. Because even during the, the campaign, it was obvious what this guy was about. He was, he was going to divide, try to divide and conquer. That was his role. And he's very good at it. He's, he's a demagogue. With two Gs. Not a demagogue, but a demagogue. And I don't think that, that Agatha Sukriti did by you know, giving the devotees a place to build the lot carts in 76 are going to be enough. <laughs> <laughs> to carry him through, it's got to have to be some more, you know, put me in there. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, we hosted on May 15th, Wednesday, that's right. It's been a couple of weeks. Yeah, today's the 29th. So, yeah, we, we're, we're a big responsibility. Thought by the Lord's telling us that it's be and you have to preach, you have to study, you have to preach, you have to live it. And now Daryl's going to even another comment. Uh, I found your man, Henry Lewis Mankin. No, no, oh, H.L. Mankin, that's right. I never knew his, you just knew his H.L. Yeah, Mr. Mankin, he's the ultimate curvudgeon journalist. You know, the, uh, the guy who's seeing the, the faults, who's finding the whistleblower, who's finding the faults in, every, in everything. But everybody loved him because they knew he was right. <laughs> All the politicians. Okay, thank you. Putting me out of my misery. Okay, we have the birthday girl. Is it today? Yesterday, I went to my see who fooled us, huh? All right, but uh, I won't insist that we switch ages. You're 27, and I'm 72. Anyway, it's up to you. We're trying to pass on the legacy here. So you guys can do it. Yes, you have a question. The peace verse, 529. Yeah, that's a big, that's the verse that Kaupad was going to lecture on and on Memorial Day, 1967, before he got the stroke of a heart attack. He was going to make a big, I'm not sure if he was going to go to Tompkins Square Park or, or Central Park, but he was planning to go there and deliver the peace formula. Because that's the day we honor the people that die in wars. So he wants to go and give you the, the peace formula so you won't have to have wars. That's going to the root again, right? That's our problem. Yeah. Okay. That's it. Thank you very much. That's right, that's good. All right, and now we'll get peaceful by taking prasad. See the robot, the And it's a courtesy.
Henry Lewis making a Henry Lewis. Henry Lewis known as HL. Right. Thank you for the comment. It's very good. It's portentous is the word, not portentous, because it sounds like pretense and pretentious. Okay. But English isn't like that. So these portents. Portents, yeah. Yeah, so these. Bad omens. All bad omens. Yeah. All those bad things to come. So I wanted to ask you, um, um, I know that demons and human beings are real, but are they born that way or are they possessed or something? Well, it's both. You know, it's a nature or nurture, right? It's both. And that's, that's why it's tough. Even if you're born kind of good, we're surrounded by a rather vicious you know, atmosphere. So yeah. people, Prabhupada would say most people are, are innocent. I mean, nobody's absolutely, ultimately yeah. innocent. But even if people want to be good, it's hard because of the, the media and the propaganda. Yeah, so they think that they, they sense. Yeah, but do they come in with a skanda? Yeah, they come in with, with some scars that are bad. Yeah, I think that's, yeah, that's yeah. what I thought. Yeah. But, but Lord Titania's program is to take, is to just totally transform all that. Yeah.